Hi, and welcome to today's, to today's podcast. It's brought to you by Teresa Holland. She's a massage therapist, a Reiki master, a hypnotherapist, and a very highly intuitive person. She also has other beautiful modalities to offer. You can reach Teresa Holland at 602-487-6938. Again, 602-487-6938. Come and get a beautiful massage by Teresa Holland at Beyond Today. Also sponsored by Beyond Today. That's beyond the number 2 day.com. Come join us at our website. Check out what we have. We have some beautiful classes. We have Karuna classes. We have Reiki classes. We have some beautiful readers here. We have great practitioners at Beyond Today. Check out the website, beyond2day.com. Welcome to podcast number nine. Yay! Welcome everybody out there. Hi everybody. How are we doing tonight? Good. Glad to hear that. Awesome. We're having a great night tonight. It's only 115 degrees outside. It's a little warm, but it's nice in Phoenix, Arizona here. That We like that because we're inside. <laughs> Tonight's wonderful <laughs> podcast is going to be about some beautiful gods, and we're going to talk a little bit about Hermes and maybe Hermes versus Thought and Hermes versus Mercury. You know, it's going to be kind of fun, fun little podcast. And that, I mean, are they all the same people? Where did they come from? Why is there different names for this person then? So we're going to kind of just explore that. Um, of course, my name is Rod Lyman here at Beyond Today's beautiful podcast. And that to my right to have Zach Lyman, our our producer of the, this podcast. And over to my left, we have the beautiful Cindy Muby. Hello. And then we have our other guest who's playing with his microphone. He's He already spilled the wine, and now he's playing with the microphone. Right, so, <laughs> just that. And, and Mr. Mike, how are you doing tonight? You know, apparently very well there, Ron. <laughs> awesome. And and uh, your full name, and what do you do? Uh, I can't divulge that right now. Oh, can't even divulge his full name. <laughs> We've been calling him Mystic Mike, and that, and actually one lady at here at Beyond Today, and that called him Magic Mike. So, you know, it's Mystic Mike, though. So I bet uh, you Mike's in there somewhere. Yeah, and, and the last name is Malik, right? Yes. Did okay? Did I murder that name, or did I do? Okay? Well, it's close. It's Malosnik. Oh, Malosnik. <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me Jones. It's like, you know, I've known this guy for a while now, and I can't even remember his last name. How to even? How it even said in that? I don't even know your middle name. Uh, John. Really? I am Michael You're John. A Michael John. I am a Michael John. You are an MJ then, aren't you? I am an MJ. Or awesome. MJM, if you say that. Well, we have way. a CJ over here. CJ. And we have an RG over here. RG. RG, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yep. And we have a ZM over here. Right on. <laughs> All right. That's, I think, enough of that stuff, right? So, whatever got us to even talk about Hermes? I mean, what was what was this whole story? How did we get into this? You know, I think you and I were having a discussion, and uh, you were uh, thinking of me and knowledge. Um, and, of course, Hermes is a keeper of knowledge, thrice uh, great. And so you thought uh, Hermes might be an appropriate thing for this uh, podcast. And it is. It's, uh, the next day after our conversation, actually... I was driving down the road, and I was thinking to myself, it's like, you know, 
self? Is this a good topic for a podcast? I mean, it's really kind of putting it out there. Is that, you know, I really want to know, show me some kind of sign. And as I'm driving along, here comes this car right beside me, pulls up right beside me, and I look over, and the license plate says Hermes 9 on it. And that's our podcast is a nine. Exactly. Nine <laughs> podcasts and it's Hermes. So obviously, Cindy, this is going to go well. It's going to go very well. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's we're kind of branching out because this is not a normal thing. About, we're all about energy and we know about energy. We understand the, the philosophies behind energy and everything else. Now we're getting a little bit into the gods and, and everything else. So we did angels and we did quite, quite well with the angel podcast and that. So, but try gods. Gods are a little different because there's a uniqueness to it. And, you know, I just, I found this thing. I want to kind of read about it before we jump into the the Hermes and, and, and that. And, and it's kind of an interesting read. In Greek mythology, Hermes is one of the 12 gods known as Olympians. He is a messenger of the gods. The only god who is authorized to visit heaven, earth, and the underworld. Hermes represents the planet Mercury, a planet that is associated with information and communication. His teachings include those of the seven divine laws of nature, laws that deal with philosophy, spirituality, material realms of life. I thought that was quite interesting is that, you know, where did Greek mythology, where did these gods come from, Mike? You know, when I think of the uh, the Greek gods, I I think of archetypes, and I think of Carl Jung. Oh, you I know, and, and you look at the the planets, you look at the chakras. I I think of those in terms of archetypes, personalities, uh, so to say. You know, so you, like we were discussing, uh, Mars as an example is Aries, the ram, and uh, that's associated with the color red, and that's associated with the uh, the um, tarot card of the emperor who is the master of his domain who sits upon the cube of space Ooh, uh, cube of space we're going to talk about that later aren't we we are and it's likely yes. to be a black one oh. <laughs> uh, and you're likely to find them all over the place yes i think that's next week's podcast we're going to actually do right? it is great 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 that's gonna be fun that's it's gonna, gonna be, yeah absolutely anyway go on i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no that's fine but you were saying you were talking about the uh, seven um Oh, well, I was going to say, you know, the, the that relates to the uh, seven hermetic principles, right? Of of Hermes. I'm trying to remember what were you calling uh, calling it? Before? Oh, 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 the the seven divine laws of nature. Exactly. So yes. seven to nine, uh, right? And then you have your uh, seven hermetic principles, right? And what's the difference between that? I mean, do you know the difference between it? The, to be honest with you, no. Know, but I would kind of imagine they're roughly along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Well, Cindy, jump in here. It's like you're shaking your head. You like you know this and that. I mean, you study this stuff and that. So, is it on the same lines? So what what it is? The principles and, and the and the, and the nature of laws and that. Um, I'm going to agree with Mike and say yes. Uh, and just so you know, the these uh, seven Hermetic principles. Um, I'm going to go ahead and list them. So maybe we can uh, talk about them a little bit or something. So the first one is the principle of mentalism. The second is the principle of correspondence. The third is the principle of vibration. The fourth is the principle of polarity. The fifth, the principle of rhythm. The sixth, the principle of cause and effect. 
and the seventh, the principle of gender. So each, um, these you can find uh, in the book of the Kabbalion, and it breaks it down to um, which, what they all represent and what they all mean. So what is the book of Kabbalion? I mean, I, I, I'm really interested in that. That's a great-looking book. And that, uh, What is the Kabbalion? Well, the Kabbalion was written by the three initiates. Um, it's been rumored uh, as to who those three are. I don't uh, readily think of the uh, all three of them, but I do know that Paul Foster Case, who uh, was the founder of Boda, the builders uh, of the Adidim, um Mystery School that I attend, uh, is rumored to be one of the uh, the authors of it. Oh, very interesting. And so this is all, and if you think of Western occultism, that's hermeticism. Mm -hmm. Well, from Hermes. From Hermes. Hermes. So a lot yes. of play on words, a lot of things, you'll, you'll hear the same thing over and over that means several different things. Like we were talking about, you have Toth and the Egyptian, you got Mercury, and then you got Hermes, depending on uh, who's telling the story. It's the same entity, right? but you've got different names and different uh, pictures. Well, I want before we get any further into that, I want to get your both your guys' input on this because it's been something that's on my mind too. Is like, why did we need gods and gods, the goddesses, in in our lives? I mean, what was what was the reason for that? What was brought brought into our life that that they had to have these gods and goddesses? And that, I mean, it's it's to them it was real life, right? I mean, it's real. Well, I think you were saying before it had something to do with the ego. Okay. And so there again, if you think of ego, ego is what we believe is who we are, our physical bodies. I would say that's our personalities. Okay. And so our personality, of course, uh, is is ruled, as Jung would say, is by archetypes. And so again, uh, if you get into some hermeticism, then you could you could see where the planets. And the chakras line up. You can see where the gods are. So, so again, not to, to pick on Mars, but Aries, that's the god of war. That's anger, right? Where you've got Venus is beauty. So these are things that we all have within us uh, that we project just so that we can observe. And so which basically what I, I'm get, gathering here is kind of like my thought process is that um, we didn't own anything, right? I mean, that as in our ego. That the gods is the one that owned everything. It's like Cindy's beauty comes from Athena or, or the god of beauty, you know, and everything Aphrodite. else. Aphrodite. Aphrodite, sorry, yes. <laughs> so so it's like um so Cindy's beauty is of Aphrodite. It's not Cindy's beauty. So I mean the play is is that it, we never owned that because that was our ego that owned it. You're you're a very muscular young man and everything else, so your body is from uh, Hercules in that, and the strength of of Hercules that, and and the smarts of you know, I don't know what's another guy that's smart. Uh, McDonald's. Okay, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Well, Hermes is good. Well, Hermes have yeah. knowledge in that exactly. Well, of course, yeah. absolutely. Well, you so, still have me stunned at muscular. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, but these are real, right? These are real people. These are real things in this world, right? Absolutely. And how do you see that, Cindy, in that aspect, too? Um, can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> Did you want to buy a vow? Yes. 
<laughs> exactly. So, wow. She was reading the Kabbalah so book, I, I think. I do. I want to reflect back on the Kabbalah, on the Kabbalion. Um, it is the study of the Hermetic philosophy of ancient Egypt and Greece. So I, to answer Rod's question a few minutes ago, I, I, and I know Mike had chimed in, and I just wanted to add that as well. And yes, the Greek gods or the gods and goddesses um, are are very significant in our world today, as it was yesterday, and it will be tomorrow. Well, thank you. So you believe in them, right? Of course, absolutely. There's a lot of beautiful stories behind each one of them, and it's amazing how you know we all say that we're all connected. Well, so are the gods and goddesses. When you read about them, it's amazing whose sister is who, and whose brother is who, and whose dad is who, and. And this goes on and on and on, just like all of us humans here on this beautiful earth, that we're all connected as one as well. Right. Well, that's beautiful. So so you just said it, who's God's, who's dad, dad, mom, you know, whatever, <laughs> anything else, whatever you said that. And so Hermes is the son of Zeus, who is the son of Coronas. Am I correct? Kronos. Coronos. Not, not, not like a Corona. Not like a Corona. Not Coronas, <laughs> father of time. Father Time, that's exactly. right, which is Saturn. All right, so so Jupiter and Saturn. Okay, so it's Jupiter and Saturn. So each one of these gods depicted a planet too, right? Mm-hmm. So isn't that what well, Mercury? Well, that's is esoteric then, right? Sure, it is because that becomes now. There's an esoteric idea about that. There's a Christ consciousness that comes from beyond that hits these beautiful planets and blah 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 and goes down that. So, I mean, this is esoteric. It's just beautiful work. And that, so there is a realism to this in each one of these. As above, uh, so below. We're, we're as above, micro, is so below. Right, so what happens above us? So like when Saturn's in retrograde, Mercury's in retrograde, all these places are in retrograde, that, is that the gods that's creating this or causing this? Well, it's an interesting philosophy. I, I, I think you could argue that. And again, I would say that goes back to Carl Jung and the, the archetypes. I mean, so again, if you're if you're going to uh, be in a bunch of love, you know, they say you're going to find your love or you're going to be mm-hmm. in uh, seeing beauty. Well, that sounds to me like Venus, right? If you're going right. to be in an expansive mode, you're growing, your business is doing well. Well, that sounds like Jupiter. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to uh, have troubles and get angry and fight with people. Well, there again, we're back to Mars. So it all kind of relates to those. They're they're uh, in esotericism. They're not going to view them as physical, right? Okay. So in esotericism, if you were so as, as a point, <clears throat> as opposed to if you just look up astrology, you're going to to hear about these physical planets and they line up and they vibrate and they do all sorts of great stuff. If you look up esoteric. It's not a matter of physical things. It's it's again. It's it's what they represent. It's 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 the archetype that that is coming through us. So they look at it in a different way. But when you say, do these things actually? Do the gods actually exist? You know, you can argue a couple of different ways on there. But I thought a funny uh, or an interesting part of the Emerald Tablet is that Toth said, "Builded I the Great Pyramid, patterned after the Pyramid of Earth Force, which is gravity." So he's saying he's the one who built the Great Pyramid, and the reason for it was this is his portal to come uh, to this plane. Absolutely. So he built the the Great Pyramid, and it was through mathematics. And as we had discussed the other night, mathematics you find in a lot of your Freemasonic buildings. 
mm-hmm. and churches. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's information in numbers, hence numerology, and you know, then we can get into holographic universe, etc. Everything is numbers. Well, I, I love that. So you brought up Tolf now. Have we introduced Tolf yet? Uh, I think he, I saw him in the parking lot. Oh, he's, yes. he's, he's, he's he's almost here. So so is is Tolf Hermes? Well, Toth is Hermes to to the Egyptians, oh, okay. and and so you've got the the Greeks have their version, and and the Egyptians have theirs, and the Romans have theirs. It's all the same, but again, it's still the same idea, largely. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Right, the wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's right. all about wisdom. Toth is, yes, is the wisdom god. Well, add, any more to add to that, Cindy? Is that Toth from that? Toth is that? See, it's pronouncing Toth. Sorry, this coconut water is getting to me. Um, well, I think uh, I think I think a few things we should touch upon. Um, some things that Hermes is, uh, you know, accredited for besides a, being part of the Kabbalion and all of his um, the principles of of our life and teachings. He's also uh, known for inventing the lyre, and it's spelled L Y R E. It's um, strings held. Um, and attached oh, by yeah. a tortoise shell. Yeah, yeah isn't that yeah, cool? Yeah. That is, yeah. Kind of like a, um, uh, like a ukulele or, yeah, yeah. or a guitar. So he he's you know known as to be an inventor. Um, also, he uh, is was the one that uh, uh, is the flutes. He created the flutes. He's the inventor of the flute. Yes. Oh my gosh! So the flute. If he's inventor, so he's a musician too. That reminds yes. me of Pan. Pan. I was Pan. just going to say that. Pan. Exactly. Pan. That's right. it. Yeah. Pan. So Pan. who is Pan? Pan no. is, is that no, Hermes' son? Cyrix Pan pipes. Yes. So is Pan his son then? Who's Pan? Pan is the goat guy. He's part <laughs> goat and part guy. <laughs> I thought that's where we got Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan. But so, but well, Pan's all about nature and nature and that he played the flute constantly mm-hmm. and that he was. He was half man, half goat in, in that right. aspect of everything. Right. Right. But but that was was that that was Hermes' son then? Is that what? Is I that believe what? so. I believe so. I think we were talking about that earlier. About that is like mm-hmm. we brought Pan up in that. I, th- I think it was in that. Don't don't quote us on this, everybody. It's just, no, you know, it's just I believe it is. You know, just something I threw out there. Sorry, didn't mean to yeah. get us off track on that. But that was good. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also um, the Caduceus. If anybody's familiar with that. It's the staff and rod that he held um, with the two snakes uh, going up intertwining, which would, uh, with the wings at the top of the staff or, or the rod. Um, the caduceus is like the, represents also not only medicine, but the kundalini and the duality of the two snakes and the duality of the kundalini. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Cindy. Is that that's awesome? That it is duality. I, I knew that, but mm-hmm. the, and added to the kundalini with that. That mm-hmm. it, the do you think it has to do with the feminine aspect and and the male aspect of the kundalini because it conduces how it intertwines? No, it's about balance. Oh, it's the yin and yang. Right. Beautiful. Yes, balance. Balance. Well, and I, I would say balance is also the microcosm being us uh, has both the male and the feminine energy in it. Right. Well, yes, and the duality. And speaking of, of balance, um, Michael, you had mentioned something about the heart. Uh, what is one of Hermes saying? The feather of Mott. Oh, 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 there you go. Follow your heart. So Follow in fact, your heart. Yeah. And that was actually, uh, well, again, you could 
it, it's Toth actually in the Emerald uh, Tablets. Again, it's all the same, you know, how you want to look at it. But um, it, it's funny because the uh, what he wrote in the Emerald Tablet was, follow thine heart during thy lifetime. And so I think that's where we got follow your heart. Mm-hmm. And another thing uh, that we got from the Emerald Tablets was wisdom is power and power is wisdom. Well, we've twisted that a little bit to say knowledge is power. Right. Okay. There you go. But he's left some very good uh, sayings that that's where we got that from. I don't think a lot of people realize where those sayings come from. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, think... And, and, actually, oh, sorry. No, yes. I was just saying, wisdom is actually, I believe, more powerful than knowledge. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think we should go back to the wisdom. Go ahead. I like that better. Yeah, that's, I was actually going to touch on that, too. Is like, I think that's that's an, those are some powerful things that... What is there any other ones that uh, that we we know of? Fear is bondage. Oh my gosh! See, that's the one right there. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Fear is bondage because there there is so much fear out there, and especially in this time and age, day and age right now, that fear is huge. That and it is. It's very bondage to people. Agoraphobia is becoming rampant right now, and, that, and so some of these things that you know he's teaching that I think it's really important that people realize that. We can't have fear and allow fear to, to hold us and follow our hearts and, and that and follow the wisdom and everything. I mean, this is beautiful. I love that. And in fact, when I think of fear as bondage, I go back to uh, the uh, mystery schools and uh, Paul Foster Case, again, uh, is known for the tarot cards, mm-hmm. and that's the devil card. And so if you look at the devil card, uh, at least in the uh, you know the Rider weight deck is similar but not quite the same as the Boda desk. The Boda deck is definitely your esotericism uh, to the extreme, but you have uh, the devil sitting on half the cube of space. So it's kind of like a, a vertical rec- uh, rectangle. It's not a square. So that's telling you that you're only seeing half the picture. Right. And he has two people in chains around their necks. Well, if you look at those chains, they're loose. They could pull them off. So you have the ability to. So when you so basically, um, fear is is bondage to the illusion, which to is illusion. ISIS, Absolutely. the veil of ISIS. Right. So once you pierce its veil, uh, you've dealt it a mortal blow, uh, which was. Um, uh, Wal, uh, Waldo Emerson, uh, or I, sh- I always mess up his name, but you know who I'm talking yes, about. absolutely. Uh, very fascinating. A lot of people, Buddha talks about that as well. Mm-hmm. Once you pierce the veil, once you see what's true, then you're truly free. Absolutely. Now, is that? do you believe that part of that is, is as, uh, part of dying too? Uh, when somebody that has passed on and come back? I love that stuff. So that's in that aspect, that's piercing the veil. Oh, absolutely. And you know what I think is the funny part of that? In fact, I was just speaking with uh, one of my good buddies who is uh, anti-esoteric. I mean, he's as locked into the uh, the Matrix as any uh, anyone. And love the guy to death. But uh, we were talking about that uh, very thing. And I said, you know, Billy, uh, when you look at near-death experiences, you don't ever hear a story of someone who died, came back, and said, you know what? I'm going to work longer hours, make more money, or I'm going to contribute more money to my 401k. They come back just the opposite. They It means nothing. So, you know, once you see the other side, you realize this is all an illusion, you know, and, and you can't take it with you. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's, you know, I, I had my near, near, near death experience. Today. You sure did. And I came back here and I says, you know what? I'm working differently. Yeah. And differently was for the life itself, you know, not for the pay the bills or anything else, not for life itself. And that, and, and, and I think that's that's why I love these Greek gods and things like that. I've always been interested in all this stuff, and, that, and that's why we do what we do now, and and we're in this. In fact, I'm going to see if I can find. So here was a, um, let's see here. The Last Wishes of Alexander the Great. Can I uh, read a little something-something here? Yes, of course. Yes. Since we're on that, that subject about near-death experience and piercing the veil, I think this is great. Alexander the Great. On his deathbed, Alexander summoned his army generals and told them his three ultimate wishes. One, the best doctors should carry his coffin. Two, the wealth he has accumulated, money, gold, precious stones, should be scattered along the procession to the ceremony. Three, his hands should be let loose so that they hang outside of the coffin for all to see. One of his generals, who were surprised by the unusual request, asked Alexander to explain. Here's what Alexander the Great had to say. I want the best doctors to carry my coffin to demonstrate that in the face of death, even the best doctors in the world have no power to heal. I want the road to be covered with my treasure so that everybody sees that material wealth acquired on earth will stay on earth. Three, I want my hands to swing in the wind so that people understand that we come into this world empty-handed and we leave this world empty-handed after the most precious treasure of all is exhausted. And that is time. We do not take to our grave any material wealth. Time is our most precious treasure because it is limited. We can produce more wealth, but we cannot produce more time. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. That is good stuff. I really like that. Good. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm speechless after that. That's amazing. I mean, that's that's how I feel, you know, in the aspect, too. It was like, you know, I knew when I came, when I left this earth, you know, it was, I, there was no pain. There was mm -hmm. nothing. There was everything was fine. I didn't need any money to get where I was going when I went on the other side. When I pierced the veil, that I was just me. That's all it needed. I didn't need anything. I didn't need to wear anything special or have anything special. It was just who I was. Yeah. And I think that was that's so beautiful in that. And there's one thing that I came back understanding was oneness in life. It's like you know, when you see this piece of paper, what do you see? And, that, and for me, it used to be, oh, I see a white piece of paper some, on the other side. There's some words on it. Now when I look at this piece of paper, I see the, the sky, the rain, the tree, and everything. I see everything that made this tree, this this paper. I see it all, the oneness of it, because it's the most beautiful thing that you can ever see is the oneness of what you see in everything. It's like looking at a person, that, and you see everything about them. And that's why these the Greek gods and the mythology and and all the stuff the religion and, and and spirituality that I I'm into and that and do is all about that. It's about that oneness because you have to know it all to see it all. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing of what we're talking about here with Hermes and that is that Thoth. Did I say his right name right? <laughs> Thoth, yes. Mercury, and Hermes. And that all the same person. 
you know, it's because it was all the same thought. Well, how about Jesus, Buddha, and, and Tao? All the same because it's the same teachings and that. I mean, we could go into that deeper and everything else, but, I, you know, we're not going to touch that right now on <laughs> that aspect. But I'm saying is that everything is, has a oneness to it and everything. And Hermes, to me, I mean, I Cindy did a study on Hermes, and that's how it got me really interested in it is because I want to learn more about Hermes because as Cindy would study it, she would teach me. And I was just in love with this and that. And I found out this about Coronas, and I was like, I gotta read read more about him. I gotta understand who he is and everything and that. And so it's the principles, his ideas, his thoughts, and everything else and that. Cindy can channel knowledge just like you can, Michael. And I've watched both of you channel knowledge and that. And I watched both of you bring knowledge out of yourself and put it right out there. And that's why I said that. I wanted to do a podcast about this because both you guys are so great at what you do is you guys have a touch of Hermes in you. And I believe we all have that energy around us that we can tap into, and I think you are able to tap into it. And, I, and I, it's, it's honored to have you guys both here and that to, I can get to see that and feel that your guys' knowledge. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So show me some of your knowledge. <laughs> hey now hey now this is a family show <laughs> you had some stuff you wanted to share right well eventually i um i'd like to uh share the principles just a little blurb about each principle from the cabalion um i thought about maybe doing this a little bit towards the end here something to uh leave you all something uh, you know leave you with something uh, Michael, do you have anything else? I can't wait to hear what you have to say, Cindy. Oh, okay. And Rod? Don't go ahead there. All right. Well, then I'd like to share this. Um, it's very important for all of us, and I think that everybody should. Uh, it's a cute little book, uh, cute meaning small. Um, it's an easy read. It's an easy reference. It's a it's a wonderful reference little book. Um, so I just want to touch upon each uh, principle. Uh, the principle of mentalism is the the all-mind no, the all is mind, the universe is mental. The and all is mind, M I N D, and the universe is mental. Can, okay, before we get in, these are principles that he had brought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this kind of like the Ten Commandments type thing? And what, what does this have to do with the Seven Commandments? Okay, these are the seven. <laughs> seven and then Toth has the 13 commandments and the uh, emerald uh, tablets. Right. Oh, nice. And Buddha has the rights. And, and think of it this way. Isn't that interesting? Seven and 13. My lucky numbers, just so y'all know. Interesting numbers, lucky seven and 13, right? Oh, yeah, I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Goddess number is, is 13, you know, and lucky number seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. Well, seven is a sacred number. Mm-hmm. It's right. very oh, sacred. Boy, is it? yep. It's all it's like over. Three. Yes, it's in three. Yes, mm-hmm. but seven is yep. very, very sacred. It's all over about a lot of different things: chakras, seven days of the week, um, seven you know rays of color, and I mean the list goes seven on and rays. on and on. Mm-hmm. Seven Ray Institute, seven, Alice seven, Bailey. Seven. Yep, Alice mm-hmm. Bailey, seven rays, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where did that come yes. from? <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I told you it's the coconut water. <laughs> the wow, coconut. I want some of that. 
So I think it's pretty powerful. The all with a capital A, the all is mind and the universe is mental. I think that's pretty powerful. And in the book, again, it'll it'll break it down of what that means. Um, guys, do you have anything more to say about that? I love that. That now is, is you know, my big thing is the true nature of reality. Mm-hmm. That's the cornerstone of it right there. Okay. Um, that's, and in fact, Friedrich Nietzsche, the old philosopher, uh, is known to say, uh, he who perceives the stars as being above him lacks proper perspective. Hmm. Wow. Right. It's all, okay. And, and so you think of when we were raised, did your parents ever say it's all in your head? Yes. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Mind over matter, anybody? Yeah, See, yeah. a lot of these things that we've heard and being told growing up have some pretty esoteric roots. Absolutely. Although our you know it's been lost in the translation over the years. But the principle of mentalism is is everything, is yeah. as we'll get into it and, and you know. Right. Uh, that that'll translate into Maya. There is no out there out there. It's all an illusion. And right. again, science proving that that atoms, which everything is made of, are ninety nine point nine to the twelfth empty. Well, how can you make something solid out of something empty? That's like making a house out of soap bubbles. <laughs> hey, isn't that our second podcast? We're gonna... uh, it, it can be. <laughs> Next week's podcast. I think yeah, that's but, but I'm we're just getting, saying. We're getting, yeah, we're getting them ready. See, now you're that. getting my juices flowing with the coconut water. Well, I mean, that gets well, me going. Of, yeah. <laughs> but think about Tesla in that aspect. In our day and time, Tesla, mm-hmm. who we all love and agree that he's one of his biggest things was is we have to remove matter and mass to ascend. Absolutely, there you go. And so, when read that again, all the all is mind, the universe is mental. That's right. Yes, the all is mind, the the universe is mental. Yeah. So that's on the same lines of what everything else. We really we have to step aside ourselves. We have to be able to step out of our body. Well, yes. it's bondage to illusion because we think that we're these things. Right. Right. So it's it, it goes back to to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in New Age, they teach what? Be the observer. So if you get into Hermeticism, uh, they say that we are nothing but a point of observation or a point of perspective. That's all we are. Right. And so I think of that, that picture, boy, I love it, of the uh, water with a drop that goes in, right? And then it comes, you know, the water splashes up. Where does one begin and where does the other end? Mm-hmm. Or as, as I like to quote my uh, favorite uh, band of all time, when all is one and one is all. I like that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All for one and one for all. Mm-hmm. To be oh. a rock and not to roll. There you go. You know, speaking of Maya, just for a moment, did you know that Hermes, that's his mother, Maya? And dad no, is I did Zeus, not. And dad is Zeus. Nope. I like that. That's I cool. know. Pretty cool. Well, that's funny. ZM. ZM. <laughs> You're like oh, that talking about that this morning. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. nice. All right, so let's uh, go on to principle number two, the principle of correspondence, and it is about as above, so below, as below, so above. I think those words all in itself, I think we pretty much understand that. We've talked about that earlier, too, about as above, as below. Yes. So. I mean, we all understand that, and especially in esoteric and astrology, blah, 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 and that, we are governed by the planets. We are governed by what is above us, and that. 
but that's also part of our higher self is being governed by. Mm-hmm. So isn't that kind of interesting as above is below on that and our higher self is being above us? Of uh, course. It's all related. <laughs> absolutely. The, mi- the macro and the micro. <laughs> micro and macro. Ex- absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this is about the principle of correspondence, right? Yes, that is correct. Wow, that's really, I love that. Correspondence with that as above as below because it corresponds with everything. Of Coexistence of everything, too. Yep, mm-hmm. there you go. Absolutely. Very good. So let's go to principle number three. The principle of vibration is nothing rests. Everything moves, everything vibrates. I've been vibrating lately internally myself. I don't know what's going on on those planets out there and beyond. <laughs> well, I don't think you're alone with that. I mean, there, there's been a lot of people that's been having panic attacks lately. Yeah. They're vibrating inside and that. And we t- it's really interesting. We went out and, and had a meal last night, and we're talking about that. We're talking about the Twinkie effect, you know, how, you know, when we have stuff coming into us, something has to come out and that creamy twinkie feeling inside is not always good for us that may be the bad stuff that's coming out but we're getting turned inside out by a sponge cake you know basically so now we have the twinkie feeling on the outside of us and and i mean that's i think what has happened to us and that we're being scraped and we're being cleansed and everything else and that and i think it is causing all this vibration there are so many people that are walking into beyond today going i'm shaking i'm i I have nervous habits i'm I can't stop shaking inside. And, you know, we go through the process of meditation. Reiki is really good for it and everything, hands-on work, and that is beautiful for that. That even with Cindy's color work, too, and the synchronized working that we work with, that it helps calm it down. But I think the vibration, what it is, is because the vibration is peaking. There's more of a higher vibration on Earth right now than there ever has been. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have to agree with that, Mike? Yep, and in fact, what I was uh, thinking of, I can't remember who said this. Um, I don't know if it was Einstein, um, but if it vibrates, it's illusion. Hmm. Or maybe that was uh, David Icke uh, on his ayahuasca journey. I think maybe that's where that came from. But that's absolutely, absolutely true. Everything vibrates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And would you read that principle again? That was a purple oh, principle of, of vibration, right? Yes. The principle of vibration is nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. Everything. Well, it's true. I mean, this desk is a vibration, right? This desk is vibrates and that it moves. That that's what causes the form because it's a different vibration, frequency in that. Energy, yeah. Exactly, because it's energy. Vibration is frequency. And so, basically, if you took out everything vibrates and say everything is energy. E equals MC squared. Right there. There we go. We just figured something out. (laughs) Well, I knew this all along. And I wasn't even done with my coconut water. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's for my mind, this coconut water is. So, no, I love that. It's everything vibrates. but So, it's everything is energy. So... Nothing rests. Nope. Because it's energy. Yep. And yep. some who are sensitive are feeling it way more than others, but we're all feeling it in one way or another. Yes, absolutely. Cindy feels it most because she's such an empath in that. I can feel her feeling it. <laughs> well, you talk about an empath. Look who we're in the presence of. Uh, you there, sir. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah, thank you, thank you. You're the master. That's true. Oh, I, 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 you are. I kind of downplay this a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you gonna, do again? I think I'm going to blame it on you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Mike? I, I said, what do you do again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you said to downplay it. Vibration work? Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. The great vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> We're not bringing coconut water to the, the <laughs> podcast ever again. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> All right, so the principle, number four, the principle of polarity. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pairs of opposites. Like and unlike are all the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. That's our polarity principle. Wow. I know. You know what I think of with that? Go ahead. Perception is everything. It, oh. Yes. So Absolutely. think of you've got a, 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 a horizontal line, and let's just call it let's just call it temperature. So let's take one of my favorite foods, buffalo wings. <laughs> nice. Okay. Hey, I never, I never did see a buffalo wings. Oh, I, I South, love my I'm wings. I'm from South Dakota. I, I eat steak. those things hot. Happy steak. But no, so think. Well, I like my steak too and lobster. You know, but no, so think yeah, about. I got. I got to show. Right before you start that, the, he goes to Olive Garden have a steak. That's a pasta place, but you eat steak there. It's this gluten thing, man. I can't, all right, I can't all right, do all right. that stuff. Gotcha. That's why I drink Mick Ultra. There's uh, very little in it. <laughs> it's not for the flavor, folks. <laughs> so this is a Mick Ultra commercial, obviously. Nice. <laughs> nice. But, <laughs> but anyway. No. Anyway, back to the story. Thank you. But no, think about it. So you think of, of, of a plate of hot wings, okay? They are what they are. It is what it is. It could be anything. Country music, a soap opera, a Corvette. It is what it is. But it is the person's perception of them. So that matters. So in other words, if, you, if we went to a native New Yorker right now and got some hot wings, okay, Cindy might take one off the plate and say, ooh, man, these are hot. I'm busting a sweat, right? I'll take one and think this is mild. It's butter with red sauce in it, okay? <laughs> That's your principle of polarity. It, it is what it is. So it's, it's, there's, it's temperature. So in this, you know, we're talking about flavor. It could be the temperature hot. Gosh, it's hot out there. What are you kidding me? It's cold, right? Right. So it is what it is, but it's your individual perception of it. Right. That's what no, I'm I love that. You're right. It is. It is actual the perception of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything has an opposite to it, you know. We have a doppelganger, you know. Hey, and, now. Well, the interesting thing about having a doppelganger is that, is that they were doing a study, and, and I'm not who, sure who they are, but they did a study, <laughs> and they found out that there's... Well, I can't we, argue with I that. I know, Exactly. There's five doppelgangers. We have five doppelgangers in there. And out of the five doppelgangers, two of them are the polar opposites of us. I was just reading this. I just I have no idea who wrote it or anything else. I just found it interesting, fascinating that we have five doppelgangers out there. And two of them are the polar opposite of us. So there's somebody really nice out there that's the polar opposite of me. <laughs> I, oh, I meant Cindy. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So isn't that interesting? There's all these polars opposite. But I have what what when she was reading that, the first thing I thought about is that when the Great Flood came, okay, and they talk about the Great Flood. Talk about the seventies when the Tempe Bridge. Yes, that when Tempe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's Arizona. 
Oh, okay. but no. Uh, when the Great Flood was here and came through in that, it actually turned the earth on its axis. Mm -hmm. And so the axes were changed, so the poles were, were changed also. So it became polar opposites in that aspect and that. So in, in some aspects of what this, he's saying there is that everything changes if it's a polar opposite. There's a change to it because it just moved in an opposite direction. Okay, so we'll just go on from there. No, it's good. It was very good. You guys were looking at me like I just ate cat food or something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you guys were looking at before. Oh, yeah, I was looking at your coconut water. <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so moving forward. Uh, the fifth principle is uh, the principle of rhythm. Everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. That's our four, fifth one. Now, so what's the saying? Everything has its equal or greater reaction. Right. Yep. What's that reaction? Comes mm -hmm. react. Every action has its equal or greater reaction. Reaction, right. exactly. Right. The it, ebb and flow. It, it, Ooh, ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Say that again. The ebb and flow. I like how you said that. <laughs> the ebb and flow. So, uh, okay, so um, we all have pendulums within us, okay? Oh, I brought mine right here. You got it. Good. Uh, anyway, so there's a pendulum that we have within us, and that it, it one swings all the way to the happy side, and one swings all the way to the sad side. And that's why we have Prozac and things exactly, like that. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and wine. Um so the idea that coconut water. The, coconut water. So the idea of the swinging of the pendulum is is that as high as the pendulum goes to the happy side, that's as high it will go back to the sad side. And so the idea is is to stay within our now and stay keep the pendulum within a balance. Balance. Exactly. Because if we get overexcited and over happy over things and that that means that it's swinging so high in the high side. That will swing back into the sad side just as far, and That's so bipolar, isn't it? Absolutely, two polar opposites again. They go absolutely too. yes. So everything is a pendulum; it swings back and forth, and that it's cause and effect. Very good, cause and effect. Yep, absolutely. More to share on that, guys? No, I I think it's very self-explanatory. Makes sense to me what you had just shared, Rod. I mean, it's everything really is about the balance, the harmony within. You know, have that pendulum swing, you know, within itself in, in a centered uh, motion. You know, a little bit one way or the other is okay, but just try to find that balance in the centering. You know, as we're all trying to do, especially with the high, the vibrations that are out there, let's, you know, go back to that for a second. We're all trying to center ourselves and, and find that harmony within. Um, and there is more of that to come. I know we're all, you know, everybody's... Coming around these days, there's uh, people being awoken, um, and more harmony is, is to be. So it's great. And see, I would just add to that, as a Libra myself, I'm not uh, just naturally centered. That's kind of my thing I have to work on, mm -hmm. is to maintain that balance. Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, what you just said, Cindy, really applies to, to us Libras. Yeah, sure. No, it applies to us Geminis, too. You know. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Us, us airheads. <laughs> I'm a Gemini, too. 
So we have three airheads. So there's four of you. Yes, uh, yes, so yes. you know, there's two people in each yes, Gemini, absolutely. right? Yes. Yeah, there's yes. four of us. There's four of you. Yeah. I feel outnumbered. Zach is a Virgo, right? All right. So the last two, let's go ahead and chat about this, those two for a moment. The number six, the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause, which would be like the law of attraction. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law, but recognize. There are many planes of um, causation, but nothing ex- escapes the law. So there we go. Law, laws of uh, uh, cause and effect, you know. There's another one, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, whatever is, is said or done, it's going to, you know, reflect back on you as well. Perfect. I love that. Very good. I think that's self-explanatory, isn't it? I think so. What about you, Michael? I get it. Yep. Cause and effect, the law of it. All right, and then number seven, the last one, the principle of gender. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principle. Gender manifests on all planes. There we go. Wow. So gender manifests on all planes. So there is such a thing as, as female and male and everywhere. Well, sure, that's your poles. Polar's opposites. Right. I mean, you, you think of positive or negative, and not in a good and a bad sense, but think of a battery. You know, you got the positive and negative. You have your male, your female, your right. black, your white, your yin, your yang, your off, your on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right? Your plug and your outlet. Hey, now. But, yes. <laughs> I think I've been watching too much Howard Stern, haven't yes. I? But, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, so in... in Reps, well, you guys just kind of blew me off there. I, I didn't even know what to say about that. So, I mean, in retrospect on that, it's supposed to cause and effect of that male and female that, like, women are from Venus and men are from Prozac. Um, <laughs> oh, you're catering to the women audience, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. You know there's yeah. no men listening. <laughs> All the men listening are here. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That coconut water is making him smart. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Yes, absolutely. Well, I love that. I think that's that's so beautiful in that. Um, Zach's doing the little finger thing, so that means we need finger. to wrap it up. And that that's what, in case you didn't know, Mike, that means wrap it up. Doesn't mean the toilet's flushing. Oh. It wrap it up. I was just getting angry. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mike, very much. Can you be here next week for our next podcast? Uh, we're talking about uh, life itself, exactly. We're going to talk about the the... The little black square that, that people wear on their foreheads. Uh, oh, you mean like the the Saturn Day and wedding rings and yes, ear rings. Yes, we're going to talk yes. about that about Saturn and, and everything. It's going to be kind of exciting. I'm, I'm excited about it. Mike, I'm excited. What, what about do you it. do, Mike? And how can people get a hold of you? I I don't exist. All right. So Mike doesn't exist. No. I'm part Maya. of the illusion. Maya. So, so Mike does. He does uh, uh, a lot of different things. He he's a speaker and that. Uh, uh, he likes to do podcasts. He loves to get out there and that. Uh, he's a teacher and everything else. If you'd like to have Mike come and uh, to your facility and teach or, and uh, uh, talk and everything else, and that you can reach him at. Sure, give me a, a call six two three 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 zero eight two nine nine. Awesome. Is there a email that they can get a hold of you at? Uh, probably the best one would be michael.malosnik at me.com. And Malosnik is M-A-L-A-S-N-I-K. Perfect. 
Perfect. Cindy, you got anything coming up here there? Um, well, I know we have something coming up, Rod. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we are doing this on Sunday mornings, uh, around either 8.30 or 9, depending on the Sunday. Here at Beyond Today, we do open your heart meditation or open your heart meditation. It's really beautiful. So those of you who live in Phoenix, you should come by and it's an hour long. Uh, we just uh, open your heart up. We bless you and, and send you home and, um, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so other than that, we got a yeah, fair, fair yeah, we have a fair coming up here at Beyond today. It's called Hot August Nights. We are doing something different. Uh, uh, we are going to have an evening fair from 4 to 8 on Saturday, August 20th, Hot August Nights. Thank you. Perfect. There's some beautiful people that are going to be here. I, I, who sponsored it? Teresa, who sponsored it. She's going to be here doing some chair massages, I heard. That's right. And maybe right. some readings and that's because she's pretty good at it. And some toe stuff. She said I she's heard a she was really toe good at the feet thing. Oh, the feet thing. The yes. feet thing. Absolutely. I love that. I love <laughs> it. So that's one thing. Uh, another thing is that Cindy and I are going to be doing uh, a Sadie Hawkins night. And that, that's coming up here in the 29th. Um, that's gonna be awesome. It used to be ladies' night, but we're inviting guys now. So, really, yeah, because at least two people, guys will show up. Two guys will show up. <laughs> you would think you get them for the ladies' night. It's probably yeah. the ones that are here right now. <laughs> the guys, <laughs> <laughs> the only ones that are listening. <laughs> Very good. awesome, awesome. Hey, anybody out there going to bring their husband to this and that, or their boyfriend, or wife, or anybody, or foot well, partner, foot partner? Nope. Nope. Okay. Looking for strange feet. <laughs> awesome. Fair enough. So there's going to be uh, adult adult drinks. It's going to be red and white adult drinks. It's going to be prune oh, juice. Really? Yes, prune, prune white, juice. Yeah, white, oh, that is for adults, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, white or red prune juice. Yes. Oh wow. So and that. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, I'm old enough to drink that stuff now. If you guys need to get a hold of Cindy or I, would like to sponsor <laughs> one of our podcasts or just be part of our podcast, that you can check us out at beyondthenumberdaycom that uh, we're on mostly on every little podcast there is out there. You can actually Google the Rod and Cindy podcast, and we'll find a place to hear us. That is really cool. And we're all over the place now. I love it. It's uh, We've kind of broken out of the, the little package in that. Uh, myself, Cindy, Mike, blessing to have you guys. Zach, thank you very much for this wonderful evening of uh, producer. That's right, Zach. Thank you, and thank you, Mike. And Thank you, Cindy. As always, thank you, Rod, um, and, and everyone else out there. Have a blessed day and night. Thank you. Good night, Mike. Good night. Good night, Cindy. Night. Good night, Zach. Good night, Cindy. <laughs>